T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Okay, very pleasant. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. One-hour hurricane hotline coming up University of Miami. Basketball coach Jim Laranega will check in on Kane's basketball, where they are, what Coach L's plans are for his team in the summer. A uh, quick recap, Don Bailey Jr. joins us to talk University of Miami football. And Katie Meyer joins us to talk University of Miami women's basketball. Baseball team in Charlotte tonight. Uh, they will play tomorrow night at 7 o'clock against North Carolina State and on Friday at 3 o'clock against Wake Forest at the ACC Baseball Tournament. We start things. Haven't talked to him for about a month or so, maybe more. University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. Coach, good evening to you. Hey, Joe Z, has it been that long? I miss you, man. <laughs> I know. We haven't had our talks, haven't seen you in a while, and uh, you've been busy. Uh, you've had a couple of changes to your your coaching staff, and you've added a couple of players to your roster. So uh, since, I, since I last saw you at the end of the Elite Eight, it's been a very busy time for you. It sure has, starting with Coach Chris Caputo, my associate head coach, is now the head coach of George Washington University, in the Atlantic 10 Conference. After 20 years, he survived me, Joe. 20 (laughs) years we were together. And uh, we're very, very excited for he and his wife, Julie, and their two girls. They moved to Washington, D.C. They've already bought a home. Uh, And uh, I think he's going to do a wonderful job of building that program. That, That has to make you happy to see Chris get the job, uh, go get the interview, then get the job after the interview. And not only that, now three assistants uh, underneath you on your watch have become head coach, head coaches. Yeah, Eric Conco left to go to Louisiana Tech and now is the head coach at Tulsa. He made a big jump from uh, Conference USA to the American Conference. And uh, he and his family have moved to Tulsa. His wife, Megan, and their two boys are very, very excited about his latest opportunity, and he's a fantastic coach. He did a great job at Louisiana Tech, and one of his players at Louisiana Tech may very well get drafted this year in the NBA, Junior Lofton, mm-hmm. 6'8", 6'9", left-handed, very good offensive player, played very well at the Combine. So Eric might have his first NBA guy as a, uh, as a head coach. And then Michael Uger is at his alma mater, Bowling Green State University. Michael played for me. He was an outstanding point guard uh, back in the late 80s and early 90s. Played uh, overseas for a dozen years. Then came to work for me at uh, George Mason and then Miami. 
and now at Bowling Green. And uh, Chris Caputo, Michael Uger, and uh, Eric Conkle, I'm very, very proud of all of them and, and wish them all great success. And then, uh, say on the coaching front, you elevated Coach Courtney to your associate head coach and then hired Cody Kimball as an assistant coach. Well, Coach Courtney worked for me for nine years, both at Bowling Green and, and uh, George Mason. He then went on his journey, ended up as the head coach of Cornell University, and now he's back here at Miami. He's just completed his third year, and he's a fantastic coach, recruiter, guy. Uh, he is responsible for bringing in Charlie Moore and Jordan Miller. He was the assistant coach in charge of their recruitment, and he did a great job. And, of course, Charlie and Jordan did a great job of fitting in in our program and helping us get to the Elite Eight. And then, uh, did, well, does that mean I get to have Coach Courtney now after the, for, for my post-game interviews? <laughs> yeah, that uh, you'll have to ask him, but I, I'm all for that. I think he'll do a great job. You could take any one of my assistants. D.J. Irving did a yep. great job in his first year. And now we've added Cody Kimball. We kind of stole Cody away from uh, UNC Charlotte. He did a great job. Uh, one of my good friends in coaching, Tony Shaver, the head coach of William & Mary for many years, the winningest coach in William & Mary history, he recommended Cody. And uh, Cody reached out and showed some interest. My staff did a great job of uh, researching many candidates, and we felt uh, Cody was the best fit. And Joey got his first taste of coaching the Miami team today. Oh. We had a, a skill session from uh, 11 to 12, just one hour. And I asked Cody to introduce our man-to-man defense. And he did a terrific job of communicating that to the players, put them through a series of drills. And, uh, I, I walked out of there, and, and my last statement to the players was, wow, we are athletic. We've got a lot of good athletes right now, Joe. So I hope we can shoot because I think we're going to be able to play some defense. Hopefully we can rebound too. But uh, okay, so, we're very, yeah. very fast. You, you added uh, – well, I guess I'll pick up on what you said on today's practice. Did that include uh, – I guess it did, right, the two – uh, players you got through the transfer portal, and when do the uh, incoming freshmen come in? Well, yes, we added two transfers from the transfer portal, and uh, they were both ranked very high in the transfer portal. I don't know what that means, Joe. I guess there's rankings for everything. <laughs> and and uh, people rank, rank the guys who are transferring. Uh, there, there are 1,700 kids who put their name in the transfer portal. I don't know who's ranked, you know, 600, uh, 1,699. I don't know if he's got a scholarship yet. Yeah, I understand there's like uh, at, at least four or 500 still in the portal, haven't made their decision or haven't even gotten an offer. But the two transfers we got, starting with, with Nigel Pack, he's a point guard from, from uh, Kansas State. He uh, played high, his high school basketball in Indianapolis, Indiana, is about six feet, very similar to Charlie Moore, very good shooter, ball handler, uh, and and uh, uh, he had his first workout with us today, thought he did a nice job, and then uh, Norshad Omir, everybody's calling him Chad, 
So Chad is about six seven, and we weighed him at at uh, yesterday at two hundred and forty six pounds. <laughs> did you hear that joke? I did. Six, yeah, because seven, you, you haven't had <laughs> you haven't had that in a while. He, he he if he were on last year's team, he would have outweighed uh the the biggest guy, Sam Ordenberg, weighed two fifteen. He would have outweighed him by thirty pounds. Now now he weigh outweighs Anthony Walker, who's the next biggest guy, and he, he only weighs two fifteen. So uh Chad O'Meara is is a chiseled athlete, you know, six seven, two forty six, runs, jumps as great verticality can really get off his feet i asked isaiah wong about him before uh, i'd even seen him and he said man coach he dunks on everybody <laughs> so that's our two transfers and we'll have four freshmen coming in in june around june the 10th the 12th the 16th we'll have our four freshmen with uh favor ari coming in first I think he gets in the earliest. And then A.J. Casey, uh, uh, Danilo, uh, Yovanovich, and, and uh, of course, Christian Watson from uh, Washington, D.C. All those guys will be in here in the middle of June and be ready to start summer school at the end of June. How does it work with Isaiah? Does he uh... – does he wait to see uh, what happens with the NBA draft, or does he work out with you? How does that work? What's the process with him? Yeah, he he's uh, still working out for NBA teams. I think he's got a couple this week. I know he's got one next week. Hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes and see if he decides to leave his name in the draft or he decides to pull it out and, and come back to Miami next year. He certainly – is is someone who would add a great deal to our team and our program next season like he has for the first three years. Uh, after you uh, get a chance maybe to, as you mentioned, you, you know, you're out there today and you felt good about, well, we could play good defense. But really, is it in the summertime that after you observe a little bit that you get with your coaching staff and maybe look around the league and then say, okay, this is how we can play this year? Yeah, we do that every year. We we look at, at the rosters of our opponents and where they stand. Uh, the amazing thing is, Joe, especially in these last couple of years with the transfer portal, how many new players are coming into the league? Right? Yeah. Uh, on, a, on a given year, you have 15 teams, and everybody's allowed to have 13 scholarships. So you have, you know, 180, 190 kids in the ACC on basketball programs. Uh, but about 80 of them will be brand new. They'll have never played in the ACC before. That's not quite half the league, more than 40%. So in looking at the rosters, you're trying to figure out, okay, who's actually going to play for these teams? Last year, Wake Forest had nine new players, nine of their 13 scholarship guys. So we had no idea how good they would be, and neither did the people who were projecting the league and voting uh, for the the standings because Steve Forbes did a fantastic job with those nine guys. They finished fifth in the ACC right behind us. All right, nine new guys. We had six. 
So this year we'll have six as well. Oh, we got to replenish our talent. We've done that. Now we got to put it together and develop the chemistry like we had this past season. Yeah, and I know I'm speeding here a little bit, but you it was announced last week that uh, you're going to begin the season, or I guess I'm not sure if it's the first game of the season or not, but you're going to compete in the uh, Hall of Fame tip-off tournament, uh, and that's going to be a good one. you got Maryland and St. Louis involved in this tournament, so uh, that will be a, a great way to begin the season. I didn't know that got announced. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah we're going to we're going to be Providence, Maryland, and St. Louis. Say it again. Providence, Maryland, and St. Louis, November nineteenth yeah. and twentieth at the Mohegan yeah, Sun. We'll we'll play my alma mater, Providence College. <laughs> well, that'll be fun, right? No, so how about this? If if by chance uh, we have four games before we play Providence, if by chance. We win the first four games because they'll all be at home. Actually, no, I think we do have one road game. But if we win our first four, we'd be playing my alma mater with a chance for me to get my 700th coaching (laughs) victory. What do you think of that? I think that uh, whoever wrote that, whoever writes the script could not be a better script writer. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. That's only if we win the first four, Joe. That's going to be the key. Uh, I'm confident that we'll be going to the Mohegan Sun uh, with you looking for number 700. Before I let you go here, uh, I have to say this. A couple weeks ago, you were on Hawk and Crowder, and you're a fortune teller. They asked you about the NBA playoffs, in particular the Miami Heat, and you said injuries will be a big factor. Now here we are in the conference finals, and I have never seen a conference final have so many injuries. I don't know how either guy coaches because his key players are either getting knocked out of the game or are game-time decisions. Yeah, it's a, it's a real problem. And I think that's why you see a, a little bit of the disparity in scores, you know, where a team can get ahead by, you know, 15, 18, 20 points, and then the other team come roaring back. I mean, it just – it, it's it's a challenge. I saw where the Golden State Warriors were down some ridiculous number and came back and won the game. Uh, but I like my Heat. Uh, the Miami Heat have, have been very, very competitive. They got Kyle Lowry back. That really helps. Uh, we got I, – I didn't see – and I, I, I muted the sound. What, what's with Tyler Hero? Why was he not dressed? Uh, he has uh... – I, don't, I forget if it was an oblique injury, but he should be ready for the next game. But uh, thigh injury got hit pretty hard in uh, one of the games, so he missed last night's game. Yeah. And what did you think of the, the foul they called called on uh, Peyton Pritchard and the, the debate about whether that was a dirty play? Yeah, I was, I was thinking that uh, the way the Heat won uh, in Boston the other night – uh, I, I was wondering if the game was at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Yeah, you know, you you see the discrepancy in the free throws. That that, that was ridiculous. Really concerned me. Yeah, yeah. You can't I, you can't get outshot from the foul line by that much, especially when both teams. First of all, those are the two best defensive teams in the NBA. Uh, watching the NBA this season, Boston really improved their defense, and the Miami Heat has been. That's why they finished first in the in the division. In the East, because of their defense. I, I, but some, again, you're dealing with injuries and fouls. Guys getting in foul trouble way too early, 
And that puts a lot of pressure on Coach Bolster try to figure out what to do. Do I leave a guy out there or do I sub for him? And if I sub for him, how will that sub play? I sometimes feel like uh, in in some of these series, the the objective is they get to best two out of three. I, I know it's best out of seven, but now they're down to best two out of three, right? Whoever wins can win two out of three. Yeah, goes on to the championship. They they kind of uh, shadow box here or whatever you want to call it for the first four games, and now they got to make their adjustments. And it's uh, it's a manageable series at two out of three. Well, I, I think, you know, size is a factor. And I think Boston, when they are healthy, have really good overall size. Like Marcus Smart, who's dealing with an injury as well. Uh, he is like 6'5 and 230 pounds or something at the point guard position. Then you got Jalen Brown. He's 6'6, 6'7. Jason Tatum's like 6'8 or 9. And then they got that Robert Williams and Al Horford, who are both about 6'10". And they got Daniel Feist, who comes in off the bench and gives them size. And uh, uh, Grant Williams, another big guy. Uh, the, the Heat, uh, I think, are very, very skillful at both ends of the court. Uh, but they need, like they did the other night when they up, upset uh, the Celtics in Boston, they need Bam Adebayo to play big because he is a key player. His size, athletic ability, shot blocking, defense, and scoring the ball. They need Bam at his best. Well, congrats on your offseason. Have a very enjoyable summer. Um, I hope to come over and bother you in your office during the summer and maybe I can buy you lunch. Well, give me a call. We're we're working out. And now, uh, yesterday and today, from 11 to 12, just an hour, guys, you know, do some shooting, do some uh, ball handling, play some half-court stuff. But uh, come over. I think you'll enjoy watching the new guys. All right. I'm going to do that right in my wheelhouse. Thanks very much, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, Joe. Thank you. Okay. That's uh, University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega joining us on the show. Let me talk to you for a moment about Williamson Buick GMC. If you have not seen some of the new GMCs at Williamson, here's what you have been missing. You can choose from the GMC Yukon, which has been coined as the boldest, most impressive Yukon ever, or the GMC Sierra, which has made top-level engineering and capability the new rule. Then there's a 2022 GMC Canyon with its powerful and innovative features that are engineered and built for all your adventures that come. GMC, we are professional grade. And nobody, and I mean nobody, does it better than Ed Williamson and his lovely wife, Carol, of course. You can visit their state-of-the-art facility, easy to find at US1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway. You can check him out online at WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com. Williamson Buick GMC, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.